Welcome in. Welcome into a week three preview. 2-0, week three, 2-0 preview edition of the Buffalo Bills versus the Los Angeles Rams. You are listening to the Overreaction Podcast, brought to you by the Market Dominator on the Buffalo Fanatics Podcast Network. I am your host, the voice of the Overreaction Podcast, Joe Miller. You can find me on Twitter. As you probably already know, you can find me on Twitter at Joe Miller Wired. If you are not following me yet, I request that you do. I make this promise to everybody. I will follow you back, and I won't unfollow you unless you tweet porn. Then you're getting unfollowed immediately. Otherwise, let's be friends. Let's be friends on Twitter. Welcome into the show, everybody. Your Buffalo Bills are 2-0. 2-0. And And I'm not going to say it's a surprise, right? We're not surprised at this point with the team being 2-0. We're more surprised about how they got here. And how they're two and zero? Would you agree? I mean, that's that's pretty much where we're all at on this, right? We're we're just we're surprised that Josh Allen is playing the way that Josh Allen is playing. We're surprised that the offense, specifically through the air, is playing the way that they're playing, and on the ground is kind of playing the way they're playing. And we're surprised that the defense is playing the way the defense is playing. However, let's be let's be realistic for just a moment. There was no preseason. Offenses around the NFL are in front of and out in front of defenses by and large, which is not normal in the NFL early in the season. So this is what I'm going to tell you. I think that uh, continuity has played great uh, favor for the Buffalo Bills offense, coupled with Josh Allen taking that next step that we need him to see, that we want him to see. And I think that, uh, I should say the defense, I think that defense is going to return to form. And to be honest with you, I think that defense is potentially going to return to form this week. So what I want to do is I want to talk to you about, there's a lot of great preview shows out there, and there's a lot of great shows that talk about, you know, what to what to watch for and, like, really get into the X's and O's, and I watch them just like you do. But I want my show to be a little bit different. As you know, this is the overreaction show, and I want to talk to you basically uh, about what you're going to see and expect from the couch, what we're going to be emotional about, and, and, and quickly what to look for. So let's start here. First of all, let's start with, uh, on this Sunday game day, let's start with the, the injury report from Friday as we are still waiting for the inactives for the, for the Bills to announce the, the inactives for this game. So let's take a look at that real quick. So if you've been paying attention to the injury report at all, obviously the big ones are Tremaine Edmonds and uh, Milano Matt Milano, and they are, uh, from Friday, they are listed as limited. Uh, Edmonds is questionable. However, Milano is also questionable, but the uh, Milano was a full participant in practice. Edmonds was limited. Everybody, for the most part, that ended up on that list, Cole Beasley, John Brown, full participants on uh, on Friday, uh, all the surprise people. The, the, the three players that are currently out or listed as out, Dawson Knox with his concussion, listed as out. Uh, and then we've got Zach Moss due to a toe uh, injury uh, that apparently happened on on uh, last week on Sunday, uh, is out for this football game. Delshawn Phillips uh, with a quad is out. Uh, questionable, as I said, Tremaine Edmonds, uh, Teron Johnson with a groin. He did not uh, participate on Wednesday. He was limited on Thursday. Full participant on Friday. He is, as I said, questionable. And then Matt Milano. So right now, as it looks, uh, we are we are going to you know it, we're going to come into this game pretty healthy. Uh, I would expect to see Matt Milano play, which is huge. I would expect, I think, at this point to see Tremaine Edmonds play. Um, I think there's some cat and mouse going on between uh, between the two teams as far as uh, just what the Rams have been doing uh, and, and knowing 
where their strengths are. Tyler Higby is one, a guy that we're going to have to look out for. And the Rams, knowing that uh, you know we have two amazing tight end or tight ends linebackers in Tremaine Edmonds and Matt Milano, uh, and that uh, Jared Goff keys off of off of the linebackers when he when he drops back and he does his play action, he does his motion, he does his action. His head immediately whips around to locate the linebackers and find out what they've done. And depending on where they slide to and where they go to, it directs at that point what he's going to do next. Um, so this is what I would tell you. This is what I'm going to say just about this football game. Uh, it's going to be a fun one. It's going to be a fun one. And I would not, if, if you are looking for the Bills to shut a football team down, if you're looking for the Bills, if you're that fan that, that overreacts every single time the Bills let up, uh, a big pass or a screen play that goes for 25 yards or every time a, te- a team scores one touchdown or a field goal, you lose your minds, uh, you might not want to watch this football game. I'm, this is the first thing I'm going to tell you from the couch. Relax. The Rams are going to score points. Did you hear me? The Rams are going to score points. So this offense, right, Jared Goff isn't exactly a world beater. However, what they're asking him to do fits what he can do in his skill level Almost perfectly. Uh, they are not, they've got a lot of weapons. They got a lot of guys all over the field, but they're not, they're running what I would call, I mean, it's it's a simple offense. It's not super, uh, super like prolific in the sense of like super complicated offense. Uh, they're not asking Jared Goff to do much outside of read a couple leads, read a couple players on the field, and then either, you know, hit the, hit the guy in the flat, hit the guy in the screen, hit the guy that's in, over the middle, or hit the guy deep. Uh, and they don't go deep very often. He is, you know, we, the term check down Charlie is a big fan favorite right now in Buffalo because Josh Allen has said that he's not going to be check down Charlie. Uh, let's be honest for a second. Jared Goff is a little bit of a check down Charlie, and it works for them. Their offensive line is a little bit suspect. Uh, they got a big left tackle in Andrew Whitworth, who I think is like 39 years old, but he is a mountain of a man. Uh, if you're familiar with his story, he was uh, originally a, a Cincinnati Bengal and was amazing there. Uh, but outside of outside of Whitworth, their offensive line is a little bit suspect. Uh, but uh, you know, big, big. Like I said, Andrew Whitworth, big, big. Andrew Whitworth is going to take care of his business all day long. Um, but it is a tricky but simple, uh, well-executed offense. Uh, however, I think this Bills defensive line. I think they're going to put it together this weekend. I think they're going to collapse that offensive line. Now, what good is collapsing an offensive line if the quarterback gets the ball out quickly? It's really not. We've seen it against the Patriots years for over the years with Tom Brady. You know, we've got a, a, a whether it was the wide nine, the Jim Schwartz wide nine, or uh, the Rex Ryan defense, or what, whatever defense we're playing. We we've lived in a space where the Bills get to the quarterback fast, and if the quarterback gets the ball out faster, it kind of makes your defensive line completely ineffective. So, guys on this defense are going to have to stay disciplined. They're not going to be able to over pursue in this football game. Our Buffalo Bills defense. If Tremaine Edmonds does not play, that is going to expose us and hurt us, specifically with Tyler Higby. Tyler Higby, you saw Mike Jizicki or Gizicki last weekend. Well, multiply that times five, and you've got Tyler Higby also with a quarterback that's a little more spry uh, in golf. And I know that's weird because Fitzy, you know, obviously has been playing well the last couple of weeks. But let's remember that Fitzy is Fitzy, and he comes in streaks. Uh, so I think defensively against this Rams offense, I think the Bills have a chance. Um, I think they return to form. I don't think that that means that they shut them out or shut them down or that the Rams are held to under 10 points. I think, like I said, the Rams are going to score. So it's going to be important for this Buffalo Bills team on offense to score points. Now, here's the good news. Are you ready for the good news? 
the Bills are averaging a lot of points this season. It has been widely talked about and discussed by just about everybody in the media, the radio, podcast, fans on Twitter, Facebook, everywhere, that the Bills are going to have to score more than four, uh, more than more than points, average more points this year than they did last year. Last year, if you remember, they averaged 19 points a game. And yes, it got them to 10-6 and six and into the playoffs because of amazing defensive play. But what happens if your opponent, like this past week in the Dolphins, score more than 19 points? Well, you better be able to score more than 19 points. The good news is, so far this year in two games, the Bills have scored 29, on average, 29 points. 27 points week one, 31 points week two. Now, I think, as I was saying, getting back to that, the Bills are going to outscore. It's going to be kind of an outgun, outrun, outgun situation for the Bills. As much as everybody's afraid of the Rams because they can attack you in multiple ways, multiple fashions, although they're not as multiple as people think. They just have weapons. The Bills can attack you in multiple fashions. Now, Zach Moss not being in this game is going to hurt a little bit, maybe. The reality is, is we don't know what Mac Zach Moss really brings to the table because we haven't seen a whole lot of him. So, for me, I think you're going to see a healthy dose of Devin Singletary. Josh Allen has been on record already as saying that they're going to give what the defense takes them. He has also said that uh, as much as Jalen Ramsey uh, is is very good and they had that little tiff that they're not going to shy away from him. They're not going to press him, but they're not going to shy away from him either. Here's the thing about that defense. The linebackers are suspect and the defensive backs are suspect outside of Jalen Ramsey. The, if, if you're thinking about that defense, that uh, the Rams defense, unless your name is Aaron Donald or Jalen Ramsey, you're kind of suspect. That defense is not very good. So when you're talking about a football team that can match weapon-wise the Rams, which the Bills can, all over the field, I think it could be a very long day for that Rams defense as well. Now, I'm not talking Bills 49ers 80s or 90s shootout game, but what I'm trying to tell you is Expect the Rams to score a lot of points. Expect the Bills to score a lot of points. This could be a relatively high-scoring affair. Now, matchups to watch for. It's going to really depend on where the two stud cornerbacks line up. Is Trey going to stick to his side? Is he going to shadow somebody? Is Jalen Ramsey going to stick to his side? Is he going to shadow somebody? What do we know about the Rams' defense? They like to play zone defense. Josh Allen traditionally, up until this year, has excelled, or should I should say has played better as a quarterback against man defenses. So to me, that's a fit for Josh Allen. So it's really going to come down to like who's going to have the best day and why based on how these defenses, the, the, it's going to be a pick your poison for both defenses. Who do I want to potentially have beat me? Is it going to be, you know, Robert Woods or Cooper Cup or Tyler Higbee? Uh, you know, the Rams aren't running the ball much. However, the Bills are very similar to that fashion. You know, do, do, who do I want to beat me? Do I want it to be, you know, John Brown, uh, Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley? The reality is, is the Bills haven't been running very successfully so far this year. It's kind of interesting to see the way these two teams match up. Now, the Bills, in my opinion, have a much better running back. They have a much better offensive line. And they're deeper at wide receiver. Now, clearly, you're going to give the nod on at tight end to the Rams at this point. Uh, but if you're watching this football, this football game on Sunday, if you're paying attention, you want to know what to watch for and what to get emotional upset about, you're going to watch defensively for the Buffalo Bills over pursuit. You're going to want to make sure the Bills are not over pursuing. You're, you're, they're going to need to get to Jared Goff. They're going to also have to find a way to confuse him. The linebackers are not going to be able to bite every single time on that play action. They're going to have to do their best to stay at home. And the Bills defense is going to have to cover and tackle with great efficiency. On offense, they're going to have to execute. 
What does that mean? That means the words that we talk about, we talked about a lot last year. We've talked a lot, talked a lot about it this year already, and we've seen the Bills do it. Josh Allen is going to have to be right in his pre-snap reads, and as things change and develop during the play, Josh Allen is going to have to get the ball to the open receiver. He's not going to be able to press. He's not going to be able to force it downfield. If, if the check down is there, take the check down. If the easy eight is there, take the easy eight. But I think the Bills come out on top of this football game. If you're asking me for a score prediction, I had a score prediction on the Hump Day Hotline Wednesday with Jay Spence. I think I said 21-17. I'm actually going to change that. I think it's going to be more like 31-24. I think the Bills against this defense, and they could score more than 31. This might end up being a 35-31 to 31 game, but I think the Bills, I think the final score of this game is going to be in that 31-24 to 24 range with the Bills on top. I think Josh Allen is going to throw for about 290 yards, one passing touchdown, two rushing touchdowns, and I think he's probably going to have one turnover, whether it's an interception or a fumble. So that's what I've got for you as far as Bills, Rams. Let's do the around the league because I'm really enjoying doing this. Week one, I was 10 and 5. Last week, I was 11 and 4. So cue the music. We're going to give you uh, the around the league. So if, you, if, you're, if you're taking notes, grab a pen. These are Joe Miller picks the league. Hang on a second. Here we go. So uh, this is not including uh, the Thursday night game, which has already been played, but your week three picks. What I've got for you, I've got the 49ers uh, going east again to New York. Uh, The 49ers are without Jimmy Garoppolo. You know what? I don't think this is the week that the Giants get their first one of the season. Uh, Saquon Barkley is out for the year. Give me the 49ers in this football game. Uh, Washington, the Washington football team at the Browns. Give me the Browns in that football team. The Bengals uh, are at the Eagles. Uh, You know what? This is probably the game where... Uh, the Eagles get off the schneid. Give me the Eagles over the Bengals. Raiders at the Patriots. That team that we saw on um, on Monday night, the Raiders that beat the Saints. I picked the Saints. The Raiders beat the Saints. I don't want to say they, they beat them handily, but they did a good job beating them. It'll be interesting to see what team shows up. Is this the Raiders of old, or is this the Raiders team that's good and going to expose the Patriots? You know what? I'm going to go on a limb. I'm taking the Raiders over the Patriots. Bears at the Falcons. I still don't know what's going on with that Falcons team. I said it last week, and then the Falcons played the Cowboys and gave up like 21 points in the last like six or seven minutes of the game and lost to the Cowboys. However, I'm going to take the Falcons at home against the Bears in that football game. Rams at the Bills, you've got my pick. I've got the Bills as the Rams are coming east two weeks in a row. They were not allowed to stay on the East Coast due to COVID restrictions. I think that's going to hurt them, but it's a 1 o'clock game in Buffalo, West Coast team coming east. Texans at the Steelers. You know what? That Texas team... Mrs. Nuke. I said it last week. I'll say it again. Give me the Steelers. Titans over the Vikings uh, with the Vikings at home. The Titans are going to win that football game. Panthers at Chargers. We got the rookie again. It's tragic, terrible, and sad what's going on with Tyrod Taylor. Uh, We all love Tyrod. Tyrod, our best goes out to you. Uh, But give me the Chargers over the Panthers at home. Jets at the Colts. Come on. Give me the Colts. Cowboys at Seahawks. That's going to be a fun game to watch. 425 game on Sunday. Cowboys at the Seahawks. You know what? I'm gonna take the Seahawks. Lions at the Cardinals. I don't know that. I don't. I don't know anything about this Lions team other than they're not very good. Give me the Cardinals over the Lions. 4:25 uh, tomorrow as well. Buccaneers at the Broncos. That's an interesting football game. I believe Drew Locke is out. Give me the Buccaneers over the Broncos. Even though I hate Tom Brady. Packers at the Saints uh, tomorrow night. Sunday night football. Give me the Packers. I think the Saints are going to drop two uh, two games in a row as Aaron Rodgers is going to go in there and do what Aaron, Roger do, Aaron Rodgers does. Give me the Packers over the Saints. And your last game, Monday Night Football, Chiefs at Ravens. Man, 
right? That is the game of the, if you're going to miss football, miss every game but that one. Like, that is the football game to watch this weekend. Chiefs at the Ravens. I'm going to take the Ravens because the Ravens are at home. And, I, you know, I can't remember what the stat was, but Pat Mahomes is, like, on a streak of, like, so many being behind for so many, like, double digits and has come back so many times. I have a feeling that this one, if they get down double digits, they're not going to make it back. Give me the Ravens over the Chiefs. But that has been your Around the League. This has been your Buffalo Bills Rams preview show. Thank you guys so much for listening in. Do me a favor. If you are not catching the Monday show, the Overreaction Podcast that drops on Mondays post-game, please do join me, tweet me, retweet this, listen, subscribe, follow everybody that's on Buffalo Fanatics, all my guys. Catch us on YouTube as we're multicasting. You can catch me and Jay Spence on the Humpty Hotline every Wednesday night at 9 o'clock live, live, ladies and gentlemen. So you actually have the ability to tune in and, uh, and, and comment and ask questions and be a part of the show. But as always, I appreciate you guys. This is Joe Miller, the voice of the Overreaction Podcast. You have been listening to just that, the Overreaction Podcast, brought to you by the Market Dominator on the Buffalo Fanatics Podcast Network. I can't wait for this game this weekend. I can't wait for football this weekend. Go Bills. What's going on, everybody? This is Joe Miller, the voice of the Overreaction Podcast, and I want to take just a few seconds to talk to you about the Blend Buffalo. Whether you are a self-proclaimed fitness nut or simply love the nutrition a protein bar provides your body in a daily grab-it-and-go snack, I have to tell you that the Blend Bar is exactly what your body's craving. Made in-house by Grema Tea with only four all-natural ingredients, these bars are chocked full of goodness. They don't have the excess chemicals and preservatives of a traditional store-bought bar, and believe me when I tell you, these bars are an absolute crowd favorite. Oh, and you want over the top? Check this out. Other than the chocolate chips, the Blend Bar is gluten-free and completely vegan. Pretty sweet, huh? So before you reach for that candy bar full of sugar and preservatives, give your body what it really wants, a Blend Bar from the Blend Buffalo. Go to theblendbuffalo.com right now. Put in the promo code GOBILLS into your cart and receive 20% off of any order you place, courtesy of the Overreaction Podcast.